each other, I think. I don't know. Yeah, both. every once in a while. Hey. Oh, hey. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. Oh, <sighs> it started. It started. <laughs> All right, now. Yeah. All right, so it's my turn to drop a topic. Uh, in this uh, podcast, we drop a topic on each other. Uh, and we're about to start having some guests as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, this is my turn to do a topic. So I have one. You ready? Yep. Okay. What are some ways you can go about finding yourself? Oh, that's, yeah, that's a good topic. Um, I mean, there's uh, so many different modalities, I think, to, you know, dig in uh, into you know, who you actually are. Um, I was talking to a friend last night about that, you know, just about one, you know, allowing yourself to be where you're at, number one. And then, you know, for me, finding myself was all through, you know, my journaling, through, you know, my self-help books, going to meetings, reasoning things out, like we've discussed in other, uh, you know, podcasts, but to, to, genuinely find yourself yeah like finding like getting where you feel like because you know as a kid you're just kind of I mean maybe some people know who they are but when you're an adult like when you actually are in your own skin no longer you're no longer having somebody dictate things to you your parents aren't telling you what to do they're not you know you're on your own and then you start going you know your sense of style your sense of you know the people you like to you're drawn to um, what are the, the shows you like to, you know, getting into you, like, I, I don't, what are some personal stories well, think, you have for like becoming who you are? When did you become a trainer, for example, <sighs> things like that? Like, when did you start settling into the things that have been here forever? Yeah. I, 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 well, again, part of that is, I think when you get out of your, well, you got to get out of your own way, but when you get out of the environment that, you know, raised you or programmed you, you start to find out what your likes and dislikes are. For me, I know that I found out what I didn't like before I found out what I liked. And that's a big deal, though, because yeah. uh, sometimes y- it's not so easy to find out what you like. But then as you go through life, trials and tribulations, you're going to you're going to realize who you don't want to be around and the things that make you uncomfortable and the things that you don't like. Um, Process of elimination, you're saying. Yeah. Like, I basically. don't like that. So I'm going to stop doing that. R- r- right. Right. And then to trust yourself, to really trust that you're doing right by you. And that's a hard thing as well, because of once again, how we were, how we feel about ourselves. You know, you don't, I don't think you come into your own until you truly trust that what you're doing and what you're saying to yourself you believe it. You have to believe it. You have to wrap your head around it before you could even think about what you want to do or, or who you want to be. And then, like you said, the style you, you know, growing up, I never liked wearing name brand stuff, you know, whatever it was, Jordash, this, that, you know, like, well, you know, people had the past, right. Yeah. People had the shirts with the the polo. That was the big one. Polo Ralph Lauren. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone had the tag. Oh my gosh. The eighties. Yeah. And people used to wear those tags out as like, uh, you know, looking, well, like I could afford these clothes or whatever. And it's stylish. I went against the grain. I would never. And if I bought something that had a brand on it, because I liked it. I would go home with my exacto knife and I'd cut it off. 
because I liked it so much, but I was not going to wear anyone else's brand. Yeah, I'm not kidding mine you. Mine now. It's mine now. I own that shit. But, you know, it took me a while to to come into my own in the sense that I, the, because of the way, you know, and I know I keep reiterating this, but because of the way that I was programmed, I had a, a self-worth issue. You I don't know? think you have reiterated that a lot. I think that, no. I, I, All right. We well, skirted around. I'm not screwed. We've, <laughs> we've screwed around. Now we've, uh, we've skirted around or not. We've touched on it a little bit now and again, and that's fine. But yeah, I think it's, a, it's very valid for your story. Like I think relevant. a lot of us grow up with, you know, lack thereof or self-worth issues. I'm not enough. It's that thing. You know, if I was prettier, bigger, faster, stronger, if I had more money, but then again, that's outside validation. If I could be more like them. Well, right. Keeping up with the Joneses. Right. right? And that's, that was a big thing growing up as well. You know, I, yeah, the comparison, yeah. comparison will cripple you because it makes you feel less than whomever you're comparing yourself or to whatever you're comparing yourself. And even when I moved out here, yeah. I remember I went to a, a party. It was a, um, like a Memorial day party or something. A friend of mine brought me with them because I was new. I didn't know anybody. And it was up in the Hills and this guy had a house with a view and a pool and man, it was gorgeous, you know, and I'm sitting there trying to enjoy myself, but I'm saying to myself, man, how am I going to afford this? Like, you know, but it was right when I got here. So it was pre all of the work I did on myself. So I had that uh, lack thereof kind of mentality. You weren't at the place of I could make this happen for myself yet. Right, 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 right. But that then. Because you can. Well, yeah. It takes and time. Then I flipped the script on it and thought to myself, right. Well, Sorry. yeah, no. But then I flipped the script on it and I thought to myself, well, if this guy can have it, so can I. You know, and it wasn't at that party. It was further along because then I had another friend who had a house up in the hills of view sick. And we used to hang out there all the time too. And I'm like, man, how do I get to this level? I always thought I'll never get to this level because I came from a program of only getting paid a certain amount of money. Only you can only go so far. Don't outshine anybody or anything. Don't get too, you know, happy or big. But then when I came out here and I left that environment, and when I say out here from New York, you know, I left that environment and it took me years and years and years to reprogram just that part of it, just that little part of it that uh, yeah. if, if you could do it, so can I. And here's the thing. <laughs> I think it's crucial. That's a crucial way of thinking. It, absolutely. So many people think, well, they have it. How come I don't? In a way of they shouldn't have it. I wish them bad. I'm jealous. I think the jealousy, I want you to keep with that. Let's, I'm going to put a pin in that idea though, because it's very important to me. What were you saying? Well, I mean, again, if you think that you can't do something, you're not going to be able to do it. You're not going to be able to achieve it. But if you wrap your head around the idea that, and here, what I was going to say is, here's the thing. You don't have to be that person or do that person's job in order to be that successful. Cause that's what I was thinking too. Cause my one, this one guy was in the industry and you know, he made good money. And this other guy had a, a, a linguistics company and he had people working under him. So he was having people make money for him. And you know, he was at the time making a lot of money and I'm right. thinking to myself, man, how am I going <laughs> to get to that level? So I'm thinking to myself, well, if I don't get into like some, some computers or acting or something that is going to 
create that lifestyle and create that kind of money for me, I'll never get there. But that's not the truth. What you, what I needed to do was I needed to, I don't, none of, none of us need to reinvent the wheel. We need to find what our niche is, what our niche is. What our skills are based. And also yes. what we enjoy, because if yes. you can find a way to make money doing what you'd love, as my dad used to say, then you never have to work a day in your life. It was a quote from somebody, but he used to always say. No, that. absolutely. And yeah. then hone in on that, you know, hone in on what you know how to do. Like I was raised in the trades. I, I do general contracting and, and hone in on it by that. You mean like put all your effort and time and, and put all your effort yeah, into it, become really good at it. You know, what, yeah, put all whatever that is. I mean, I, yeah, I had another business that, you know, a training business and self-defense business. And I came out here and I wasn't even thinking of doing that. And somebody came up to me in the gym and said, you know, will you train me? And this guy was a highfalutin agent and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, no, I just said no. <laughs> and I walked away. And then I went home and I'm, I'm at my table. I didn't expect that answer. You're like, here's this highfalutin agent. And I jumped on it. No, no, no. You said, yeah, no. Yeah, no. So I go home and then that night I was sitting there, right? Because I was new. I mean, so new to California within my first month, maybe or two. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm sitting at my table and I'm doing a gratitude list and journaling. Cause I tell you, I've been journaling for a long time. Yeah. And, and what came to me was, Oh, wait a minute. Okay. So here I'm just moved here. I need work. I asked for work. This guy rolls up to me in the gym and I'm telling him no. <laughs> so, and he gave me his card. So oh, then I, good. so then, so then I called him and I said, he's like, just in case you change your mind, because I've been right. sent by your angels to yeah. give you the employment that will actually be what you end up spending a lot of time on. I had no idea. A lot of people with, yeah, I had you had no, no clue. That's had so no clue. And so then I called him and I went and sat down with him and funny enough, he's, you know, because it was, this was 30 years ago. So at that time I came from making only $10 an hour. So I go sit down with this guy and I tell him, he says, well, what, what is your rate? What do you want me to pay you? And I said, you know, how, how's 50 bucks an hour? And he says, oh, great. Cause my other trainer was charging me a hundred. And ah. I said, motherfucker, <laughs> like, you know, but, no. but it was a learning experience. Oh, it was no. a learning experience. I'm melting. Yeah. But, but for me, it was a big but deal because you, yeah. I came from only making $10 an hour working oh, yeah. for my dad. A little different. And, and then here I went up to 50 bucks an hour. And I was doing construction. And I was doing construction. $10 an hour for doing construction. Working eight hour, 10 hour days. Eight to 10 to 12 crazy. hour days. Yeah. So to get back to what, what, what the question was again, what do we do to not reinvent ourselves, but to find ourselves? How, yeah. How do you find yourself? Well, you found yourself kind of there because you ended up becoming such a successful physical trainer. Like yeah. that is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. And for those of you listening as well, he might be starting his own uh, podcast, just talking about yeah. that and how to get yourself in shape. I mean, though, we're going to talk about that I stuff think, here too. But I think yeah. to find yourself, number one, you need to be completely honest and authentic with yourself. You know, find out where your shortcomings are, where your faults are, because co coming from my background, I didn't think I was enough, so I. I downplayed everything and I didn't take any chances. I didn't take a I, lot of chances. That's it. Chances. Yeah. Because if you're finding yourself and if you're not already found, so I don't want to do that. Like, I don't like to do that. Like I've had some friends who are like, you know what? I don't like going to museums. Some people are like, I want to go to a museum. You want to go to a museum? Yeah, let's go to a museum. The other people are like, you know, I don't want to. I actually, I like surfing. 
I like doing this. You know, I want to play badminton. I'm doing pickleball, whatever it is. You know, you don't know it until you say, do I like it? What you said, my likes and your dislikes. Am I actually enjoying this? Or am I doing it because this is what you're supposed to do to get where you're supposed to go? Like, am I actually enjoying this? Because I think the more we lean into the like and, and taking the chance of going, I really like this. And yeah. I really don't like that, whatever that might be in every given situation. And then getting away from the thing we don't like and leaning more into the thing we do. And then bigger like, the risk, bigger the reward. Yeah. And, and that's a hard kind of start seeping out. That's a hard thing to wrap your head around. Bigger the risk, bigger the reward. Because most people, most people you talk to out there work for somebody else. So they they work a nine to five, they're getting paid, they got their health insurance, they got you know, some benefits. People, some people really want that though. I have some no, I get really it. like, because then guess what? You get they to have the freedom after you get to leave it at the door. Yeah. You know, being self-employed is hard, but mm -hmm. the, the reward to being self-employed is you call the shots. You make as much money as you want. You take vacation when you want, you wear what you want to work. You don't, you know, even though I, I was always self-employed because my dad was self-employed. I I've never worked for anyone and I've had this conversation with people and it is, it, it is nice to have that security well, you work for your dad, but right. But in this day and age, I don't, I don't believe there is any such thing as security. I was just listening to someone today share about they asked for a raise and their boss said, you know, well, you know, have a nice day, you know? And then I talked to another person and same kind of situation. And they said, well, we value you and we keep you. So you don't know where the security is. So, but for me, I, I've been of that mindset or cut from that cloth that, you know, I've always gotten out there and gotten after it, but I didn't take chances because of my upbringing, because of the lack thereof, or that, that constant, you know, keep them down, keep them down, keep them down. Keep I, what down? Me down. You know, keep me down. Yeah, Don't no, let no, me no. shine. No, 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 nobody you know? lets, nobody, well, and nobody what I, keeps Richard down. No. Well, and what I mean, I mean by that is like <laughs> now, back in the now, day, now. right back in the day, you know, 30 years ago, you know, you, you're, I was working for my father and he wanted me to stay and, you know, but he was only paying me a certain amount and it, it stifled me because I couldn't get ahead. Yeah. You know, everything I did. So then I had to go out and get a bartending job at night, four days, four I nights did, a I week. I bartended too. Yeah. I bartended. And I then I was did. working my own contracting jobs on the weekend to make extra money. And then my father would get upset and say, well. And you, you were on the romance covers. Yeah. Why are you tired all the time? Why are you falling asleep in the truck? I said, well, dad, I, I'm working two other jobs. And he's like, what do you mean you're working towards a job? I was like, well, he, I got to pay my mortgage. And, you know, I had bought a house and I was yeah. married and. How oh, am you I going to married at that time? Oh yeah. So, oh, it's so like, this is after the romance covers. Yeah. So it's like, how am I going to survive? Yeah. yeah. How am I going to survive on $10 an hour? You know? And, no. And so my I, point, I was thinking you were talking about high school still. And, and like the times when you would come into the city, I didn't realize you jumped ahead. How old oh, were you when you married? I got married at early twenties, 24 maybe. Oh, okay. 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 So you worked yeah. for your dad for a while. After. Oh yeah. When did you come out here? I came By out, out here, here. We're talking about LA, California. I came to California. I turned 30 out here one month shy. I moved out here and then I turned 30 oh. one month later. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. yeah. All right. 
right. You know, so and they tell you. you your dad for a while after school and everything. And that's yeah. why you have so many, Okay, got it. But so to come back to finding yourself, you know, if I, fe- I feel if I would have stayed there, I, I don't think I would have genuinely kind of came into my own. I mean, I'm sure I, I was branching out at that point, but not to the degree of having to come out here and completely fend for myself. Did your wife no, come with you? No. Oh. No. Huh. We got divorced. Oh. But what well, what I mean by that is to completely let go of your safety net. You know, when yes. I worked for my no, dad, changes. all my family was there, yeah. extended family. So no matter what, if something happened, you needed to someone to come over and help you out with something, you know, yeah, whatever it was, yeah. you could call your friends and family. I moved out here all and the people I knew. you've known forever. They're all there. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of let go of my safety net and I took, again, I took a chance on me. I took a chance at like, if I do this, it's going to be hard. And interestingly enough, that brings me to a, a quick little point or a scenario. Like I know a lot of people out there and I'm sure you've watched the movie, The Matrix. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, so yeah. Exactly what I'm talking about. Glitch in the Matrix is is a very common term now because you were like, why did that just, I just, didn't I just see that? Or is that a glitch in the Matrix? Yeah, but think about this. Think about right out of the gate, right? Where Morpheus says to him, you want to take the red pill or you want to take the blue pill? Right. Right? You take the red pill and- Everything changes. Everything changes. All your illusions changes. You're not in the illusion anymore. Right. Now you're in wonderland. It's going to be a lot harder because the realizations are going to be a lot harder and you're going to have to fend for yourself. You're going to have to take care of yourself. There's no, there's not going to be anyone to help you out and take care of yourself. And you know, you're so pretty. Don't worry. I got this. So, or you take the blue pill and you wake up in your bed the next day and you just get right back on the hamster wheel with every, everybody else. And I think that a lot of people would prefer to take the blue pill. Oh, absolutely. Especially after seeing the movie and seeing all the hard stuff that they went through, but then they ultimately won. And the thing is, is like, I guess it comes down to what you're, what you, that's goes back to likes and dislikes. What do you want? Right. And you don't know that until you know what you really like. And if you can't, and stepping out of the comfort zone is so important. I just heard this yesterday. There's no growth in the comfort zone and there's no comfort in the growth zone. Mm. And I well, was like, but there's so much to be had. Well, and again, it's that how bad do you want it? Yes. You know what how I mean? bad, how do, you bad do you want it? Yes. You, you know, it, it, I could have stayed where I was, you know, in that house. And I think mm-hmm. back now and I probably would have moved on from that house by now into another house there because I, 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 I'm that driven. But I thought to myself, no, first of all, I'm sick and tired of winter. I don't want to shovel snow anymore. And I'm, you know, the, the chance it's depressing. I got to be honest with you. I yeah, mean, I know I've a lot lived, of people I've love New York winters. Yeah. I but, lived there for oh, three years own. and there was a, the winters were, were something. It's brutal. It's it brutal. You get maybe four months out of the year. That's comfortable there. We're here. We get maybe a month that's uncomfortable in California. And so, it's not really because you just wear layers. Yeah. Like today. And they're like, it's raining. And I'm like, yeah, we need it. Remember the yeah. whole water thing we need? <laughs> it's 60 and raining out We're today, but I love water. it. You know. Yeah. But again, if you if you want to find yourself, you you need to dig deep, 
you gotta, you gotta, I wrote lists of what it is that I want. Again, back to that thing of writing, uh, you know, what do you, what do you, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, if, if you can write down, this is where I would like to be in five years. This is what I would like to have in five years. This is what I would like to accomplish in five years. So now what you've done is you've, you're writing a vision of the future. So once you do that, you're already starting to reprogram like the matrix your mind to think, oh, there's more out there. I can achieve more. I can have more. I can, you, but you have to get after it. You can't, you know, you can't take the blue pill and think that you're going to get where you want to go. If you want to be complacent and work for someone else and. It's not complacent. It's not complacent to work for no, somebody else. It's not complacent. It isn't. It isn't. You're because right. there's a lot of people who love, because A, the, everybody makes the world go around. Everybody has to like something. And they all like to do things. And a lot of people don't want to be the boss. They don't want to have those decisions. It's not that interesting to them. And they want to be, they want to be able to leave it at home and have family be the main focus. You know what I mean? And have the sure. 401k and all that stuff. There's a lot of people who make the rule go around. So, and then, yeah. and then there's choices and consequences. Yeah. And then they have you know, that stuff. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not complacent. Yeah. I don't want to. And I, let me rephrase that. I don't want to say complacency is a bad thing. Although I will say, maybe this is what you meant. It is complacent if what you want is more and you're not doing anything about it. That's, thank you. There you right. Go. Okay. That's what I'm, that's, that's yeah. what I'm, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Right. Yeah. If you want more out of life and you're going to sit on the couch and eat Twinkies and watch I Love Lucy, well, you know, you might not get there that quick. You know, you <laughs> might not ever get there. Right. But if you have the tenacity, the no, drive. I need to put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. If you want more out of life. And that's and my phrase. I coined that one. No, I know. I know. That was I, know. It. <laughs> but I think we should have it. If you want more out of life and you're just going to sit on the couch eating, yeah. uh, watching I Love Lucy eating and Twinkies. And eating Twinkies. It's going to yeah. take a while. It's going to take a minute, you know. <laughs> but again, so what I feel is, you know, I, I'm not a complacent person in my life. Right. You know, there have been times. Not when, at all. There have been times when I've been knocked down, knocked out of the game, injured, this, that, and the other thing. I've had so many surgeries due to construction and other things and due fighting construction hoop hoop construction due to <laughs> construction like injuries injuries that i've had to go get repaired okay. so so that knocked me out of the game but again right it, it, no, but 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 wait you got to say how it knocked you out of the game because it didn't knock you out of the game even when well, you no. were down you were still up you were taking the freaking walker chucking it over the side and crawling yeah. down the stairs back and forth every day after one of your yep. surgeries just yep. to make sure you stayed in shape and yeah. did not let your freaking body atrophy. So, the dude is intense and amazing. And it's like, it's, you are, you. you are the embodiment of get after it. Well, and they're and inspiration. Right. And that comes back to that <laughs> drive, right. that, that tenacity, that willpower. I, I don't care what it is. I don't care what happens to you in life. And, and we all go through a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. And I know I keep saying, you know, we've all been through trauma but and and we all though have but we have especially if you've lived and, a while yeah and i i i vocabulize it in that sense and that's just part of my language from the you know the experiences that i've gone through and the work that i've done on myself yeah. every little bit of it is a bit of trauma but if you have that mindset that no matter what i'll tell you a quick story i when i had my first hip surgery and this was after probably 10 other surgeries, but I had a, I had to have my hip replaced because of fighting. I was just, it got worn out anyway. 
So I go to have the surgery. The guy botched the job. He he put the wrong stem in. He, he what? Fu- yeah, it was a tapered stem. Should have been a straight stem. When he pounded in it, because it wouldn't ah, go, and because oh, it wouldn't oh, go oh, in, because God. it was the wrong stem, he got out a. He told me after surgery, he said I had to go into the bottom drawer and get a stainless steel sledgehammer, and I had three people holding the bottom of your foot while I was pounding this motherfucker into your <laughs> your femur, and and I'm looking at him like, and at the time. <laughs> But here's the crazy part. At the time, induced vomiting. Now I'm just like, yeah. Oh but at my the God. time, and I'm out of recovery. I'm right out of recovery. He comes in after the surgery, and he's telling me this, and I'm thinking, oh yeah, motherfucker, that's because I got you know mad bone density. You could, you had to get a sledgehammer out to get that. But now I realize, no, he fucked me up. So long story short, um, I'm I'm a year, nine months, a year out, and I still can't walk. I'm limping. I'm in pain every day. I'm crying, getting up, crying, going to bed, still working three jobs. I go, this guy says to me, you look like you're in a lot of pain. And I've seen him several times at a, at an event. And he said, what happened? I told him the story and he says, nah, he goes, I said, but I'm researching surgeons to, to, to go back in and fix me because something's not right. I feel it. Something's not right. And he goes, no, nah, bro, you, you're looking at this all wrong. He says, at this stage of the game, he says, you need to just stop, like get on disability, lay down, watch TV. Like you don't need to do anything anymore. And I, and I looked at him, I said, are you out of your mind? He goes, what are you talking about? He's, he's thinking you've got the golden ticket. Yeah. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you think I'm going to sit around and get what a cup a thousand dollars a month on disability? I said no. Or I whatever want my, it is, just I to sit around and do back. nothing. Why would I do that? So I looked at him and I said, "What is wrong with you?" He said, "Nothing." I said, "Dude," I said, "I'm gonna go get fixed." I said, "And mark my words," I said, "I'm gonna come back here and see you." And I said, "I'm gonna run circles around you." And he goes, "Yeah, okay, whatever." And I saw him. I got fixed, and I was like, "Bro, look at me now." And and he said, "Man, you look like you never had any any surgery." I said, "Yeah, it's your mindset." It's your mindset. A lot of people will go through adversity. And his mindset was to go take the cash and sit on the yes. couch and eat Twinkies and watch I Love Lucy. And it's right. not going to get you very far, or it will, but not There are a fast. lot of people, we all go through stuff, come full circle. We all go through a lot of stuff, a lot of adversity. It's how you take that adversity and then what you do yes. with it. You could lay down. A lot of people will just lay down and think, oh, okay, I'm done. Me... I'm I'm not done and I'll, I I don't think I'll ever be done. And there's where that complacency comes back in. I am not complacent. I will not sit still. I still have a vision of the future for myself. This was a vision of the future. Just getting to this point yeah. of sitting here with you and having a podcast it was a vision of the future, but right. it manifested itself because I never quit on it. Right. And then I have another vision of the future, which is going to be even more grandiose. And and so the goal basically is the goal setting is how you get there and how you get to the goal setting is knowing what you want and finding your true self and never quitting. And, and if you made goals and you change your mind on them, it's okay to change as long as you know that you're changing. Cause sometimes people are like, well, I worked this hard. Well, I've been in the marriage this long. I need to stick it out, even though I'm absolutely miserable and they're abusive, you know what I mean? Or whatever, or I'm a, whatever it is. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I feel well, like I'm not happy or whatever it is that you're like. And there. that's that Kenny Rogers you, you thing. To, you got to know when to hold them, when to hold them, know when to fold them, when to fold them. You know, you sometimes you have you, to go. Sometimes yeah. you get to a point you could. You work, have to know yourself. Right. Which is your the, limitations. my topic thing. Like you have to know yourself. How do you get there? You could work at a job for 10, 20, 30 years and all of a sudden have a revolution and say, you know what? This isn't serving me anymore. I'm right. not happy. But you're afraid because now that has become your comfort level. Now that be, now that has become 
you know, your go-to and you think this is ritual. Well, this is who I am. And, and, and now my job is dictating who I am because now I have a label, a title, whatever. No, give it up. Do what makes you happy. When all of this happened with my, um, hip, I had to go through three different surgeries and then I got repaired. So this was over the course of about five years. I was pretty banged up and crippled. And, and I was working three jobs. I was getting up five in the morning, going to train my clients. Then I would go to my construction sites, make sure my guys were doing everything. And then I had a fastener company that I bought and I was running that as well. And I was working 12, 14 hours a day. And I <laughs> always thought, oh my God, I'm running myself ragged. I'm going to have to do this for the rest of my life. But interestingly enough, I couldn't do it for myself. So for whatever reason, people want to look at God, the universe, whatever, said, okay, I'm going to have you have a hip replacement. And then it went wrong. Then I had to have another surgery. And because I got right back after You're doing the three jobs. You're saying you got knocked down so you would stop doing all those yeah. jobs. Yeah. And then I, Sometimes after those. That happens, that happens to me a lot too. Yeah. It's yeah. like, okay, this is going to knock side me. It knocks me sideways so that I completely do something different because I'm not listening apparently. So then the universe is like, I'm trying to kick you into place. Right. You know? It's, it's not easy to do. It's, it's not easy to do. Cause I, couldn't do it. I, I couldn't it's not easy to do changing the program. Oh, 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 okay. You know, so you stay in that mindset and I was in this mindset of, no, I have to work three jobs. I have to get after it because God forbid one and day you've been doing that all those twenties too. Yeah. So you, you always thought you needed three jobs. It, it's that, it's that thing. Yeah. What if, what if something goes wrong? I need to have enough to take care of me. I can't put my tail between my legs and quit. I can't go back. So what if something happens? So I thought, and then the other part of it is when a lot of people who go through trauma are hypervigilant and they keep themselves yep. so busy so that you don't have to sit with yourself and that. think about <laughs> yourself and what you're going through. So my come full circle to the last surgery, God, the universe said, okay, you're not going to listen. Well, now we're going to go in for another surgery. This one's going to be a four and a half hour surgery. We're going to have to put a bigger stem in, cut you all the way down your leg. Okay, You're okay. going to be laid up ah. for. So then I was laid up for about a year and I sat here thinking to myself, now I'm less than, I don't even know who I am because I'm not working three jobs. I'm not generating, I'm not making money. But then I thought, well, wait a minute. I have money in the bank savings. I I'm okay. I got a roof over my head. I got groceries. I'm sitting on my, I just got to heal. And, and then once I healed, I started getting my momentum back because that never quit attitude. Once I get better, I would, like you said, the story, I would literally. And that's what you were doing for that last one, right? You yeah. Were throwing the, the, literally the taking my walker. I live on the second floor. I have a duplex. I throw the walker over the railing onto the grass, crawl down the stairs, go up and down my driveway with my headphones in, listening to Audible, listening to uh, Extreme Ownership by, you know, uh, Jocko Willink and, yeah. and, and the Navy yeah, Seals. The Navy Seals. Yeah, Every like, day. Go, and I'm go, going up go. and down my driveway. Motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to get better. I'm going to get better. And little by little, you, you keep telling yourself that's the point you keep telling yourself i can do this i can do this i can and do guess this one it's like the little engine that I can could do this yeah you know yeah I, I can do this oh, i can I do this about that yeah story one of my favorite stories because that's me i'm the I little engine that could I but now I guess can. what i'm not the caboose i'm running i'm the, the the main engine like i'm i got this thing under control again that's how you know i've found myself. That's how I've found who I was. And you Bravo. don't, you don't find necessarily who you are until you've been through some serious 
adversity, some yeah. serious pain. Because when you or you just change and become some, somebody different, like a different right. version of yourself. Yeah. Pain will will pain does something to you that I can't even explain. It either knocks you out of the game or you sit with that pain and you walk through it and, and you get to the other side. But man, when you get yeah. to the other side of that and you realize that, okay, I, I can do anything. If I just walk through this, I can do anything. Well, that's the thing about pain. If you, when you get to the other side, there's been so many things that have happened to me that I'll go, wait a minute. I remember when this happened to me and that was far worse. And I, I'm over that so I can get past this, you know, and that's helped me so many times, so many times, but yeah. But, and even if you don't have the adversity, just knowing who you are, knowing what you want, going after what you want, having the goals set, right. things you like, and, and, and then going forward with it. And I know, and that's how you find yourself. And, yeah, then you and can I change know, all the time and you can find yourself again and again and again, create, recreate yourself. At Have any fun. You can start over at any point in your life. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. I didn't know that again. Most people Be don't know that. Right. Because of the way, can. because of our mindset. And, and, and again, it's a lot, a lot has to do with sensationalism. Think about it. Like, you know, you watch the news, you watch TV, you're supposed to have a job. You're supposed to be married. You're supposed to have kids. You're supposed to be doing this. You're saying that because all of the images of all the marriage and the, right. I mean, gosh, the wedding ring freaking ads that come up during every, oh you know, thing and the right? baby, yeah, you got to have Valentine's all, Day. You have I to mean, have this stuff. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> the Valentine's Day. Yeah. Well, that's just, that was yeah. for the card companies to make money, but we don't even need to get into that again. <laughs> you know, if, if you want anything bad enough, you can reinvent yourself at any time right. any moment you can start all over you really you can, can flip the switch flip the script and say you know what I'm, I'm gonna do i'm gonna take a chance on me and i'm gonna i'm gonna do what i like to make me happy and i gotta tell you to, for today as a result of all the stuff that's happened to me and i, I don't know if it would have happened to me if i didn't go through that pain and the surgeries and the adversity to sit with myself every day because think about how many people right you get up and you you go to work and you 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 you're on like a hamster wheel. You're doing the same thing because that's how you're programmed. But then when you're knocked out of the game and you got you got to sit with yourself, whatever your work may be, yeah, right. And then you got to sit with yourself. It's uncomfortable to sit with yourself and and really then ask yourself. It doesn't what, even have to be about work being complacent. You can be complacent in relationships. You can be complacent oh, in in anything. In, in anything. anything. In, in friendships. You could be like, why am I? You know, I've, I've been in situations where I'm like, why am I spending so much time with this person who just loves to gossip? Uh, and that means I know that when I leave, they're gossiping about me. Why am I still spending time with this person when I'm hearing right. these very, very sensitive stories about other people who are supposed to be their good friends? What's my, my, but I, you stay because you spend so much time in that relationship. It's about that spending, it's about cutting and going, okay, wait a minute. Just because I put all that time into it, this is the time that was not invested into something that is worth what I actually want. Right. Constructive. Right. So to, to you know, you got to change. You got to cut the cord and, here's and the gently thing. or however you want to do it, but like to go to where, where you want. Bottom line. Bottom line. You need to be your own best friend. No one is going to take care of you the way you take care of yourself. Like you said, you, you, we, we get complacent in relationships. We get complacent and work, we get complacent. No one is going to come knocking on your door saying, do, do, do you want more? Do you want to get paid more? Do you want to be happier? Do you want more out of life? No, that's not going to happen. You have to get up every day, suit up, show up, put on your boots and say, how bad do I want this? And how, 
in what timeline would I like to see that? And it's not about this thing about a <laughs> Some negotiation. Some friends will do that though. Some friends Some will, friends do that will for boost you up and, and hold them tight. Oh yeah. No, you if, know? if you get, if you're around people that are boosting you up and, and supporting you, up and you, giving you ideas, I try and give people ideas all the time. I've done it to the point where people get a little annoyed with me because <laughs> I'll be like, but you know, you could do this, right? You know, you could do this and there's this you could do. And they're like, hold your horses, slow your roll lady. But yeah, people have told me I'm a little intense. <laughs> I've got the intense thing, but, but you know what? Hey, yeah. But you know what? It, it is, it is a little intense, <laughs> I like that, but, hey. but what I like to say is I'm passionate. I'm passionate. That's too. really where this comes from. It's the passion because when I see somebody <laughs> floundering, I think to myself, how can I help? That's how can I, I help? And if you, yeah. if you could change your mindset and, and flip the script on that and get after it. You, you you could be happier. It could be it could be completely different. It doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why we started this. So right. Let's talk about this stuff. Well, that right. was great. Yeah. Thank you for the. Uh, that was really fun. Yeah. I love talking about that. Um, what was I going to say? So. This is also on video. If you're just listening to this podcast on one of our podcast channels, this is also on video. You can find us on YouTube and check us out. Uh, check us out. Like us on all right the on. stuff and share and do all the things. Yeah. Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> <laughs> what the what? what? <laughs>